0: The 3-0 start to the season seems like a long, long time ago as the Eagles have gone 2-6 since and enter the month of December at 5-6 and, and searching for answers. It's turnaround time for the Eagles and we'll explore how this football team can get back on the winning side of things starting Sunday in Cincinnati against the 3-7-1 and Bengals. Hello everyone, I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro and welcome to the Eagles Live Podcast Episode 50. Thank you so much for your support as we bring you our golden episode episode one that includes an honest perspective from the locker room with safety malcolm jenkins some advice from former eagles mike quick and brian westbrook in our press coverage and the merrill minute from the hall of fame voice of the eagles merrill reese we begin however with our weekly one-on-one interview with head coach doug peterson who keeps his sights set on brighter days ahead for the eagles Doug, a road game against Cincinnati, a team that has struggled this year. It's a really important moment for the Philadelphia Eagles to kind of end everything and get back on the winning track. I mean,
1: how do you see this? You know, it's one of those defining moments in our season where every player, every coach has a lot of pride. You never go out there saying, Hey, let's not lose this football game. We want to win every game. And, you know, we still got five games left. And there's a chance to really salvage and do well this last month of the season. And this just happens to be another team that, that we have on our schedule who is kind of going through some of the same things we're going through. They're figuring out how to win games just like we are. So it should be a good ball game at their place. We got to learn how to win on the road. And we haven't done that so well this year. So a lot of things, uh, you know, kind of at stake. But at the same time, You know, it's another opportunity for our football team.
0: You have really stressed remaining positive. Why is that important to you?
1: There's so much negative, you know, in this game. Win or lose, there's a lot of negative. And that's what the players hear. That's what the players see. That's what coaches hear and see. And, and my whole demeanor always and My whole attitude has been positive. Very optimistic in, in everything that I've done. You know, I just think it's the right message to send to your team that I still believe in them, believe in the coaches. And number one, we can salvage the rest of the season and put a good effort going, whether it be into the off season or whether we have an opportunity in the postseason, put ourselves in a good position going forward.
0: In this time, you have also really pointed out some of the good things that have happened. As you see it, Doug, and you step back and look at the big picture. What are some of the good things happening with the Eagles?
1: Well, number one, you know, a lot of our young players, guys we've drafted, are getting valuable time, you know, with the offense and defense and know special teams. And you're seeing that, especially, you know, with Carson Wentz and kid that we initially thought was going to be the future next year. But it's been great for him to play this year and get this type of season under his belt to learn from. With all the young players and, and then the mix of the veteran guys, that there's no quit in these guys. They come to work every single day ready to go. They're excited. They're energetic. You know, They easily forget the win or the loss the week before and put forth good effort during the week for the next Sunday. So there's a lot of positive and good leadership on this team mixed with youth, we're definitely headed in the right direction.
0: With all that positive, is there also a message of, hey, this is a business and we're here to win football games?
1: Is it a challenge? That's the challenging part. You know, yeah, we are here to win games and that's the bottom line. And, you know, we're always evaluated by wins and losses. And right now we're five and six, so we're still doing okay. Uh, we're not where we want to be, obviously. And and even with some of the young youth that we've played with and the injuries now that, that we've sustained here in the last few weeks, it could be a totally different story. I mean, you could be here at uh, seven and four or, a, you know, a six and five. It could be easily be the other way. And it's not, but they're, they're all learning experiences, learning moments uh, for coaches and players, for myself included. And uh, we're definitely going to be better in the future. Thanks, Coach. Thank you.
0: What is the mood in the locker room with the Eagles season, having turned in such a dramatic fashion after the brilliance in September? Malcolm Jenkins is having a Pro Bowl caliber season, and he's one of the leaders of this team. He knows the Eagles must stop the bleeding immediately. Malcolm, look, it's a team that's Started three and 2 and six. After that, do the players think about the twists and the turns of a season, or is everybody just kind of always looking ahead?
2: No, I think it's really hard to look at the season uh, in its totality. We're usually our memory kind of gets erased one week at a time. Every Monday, we kind of put the week before behind us and move forward to the next week. I really can't remember past two weeks ago, so it's one of those things where we try to focus on the things that we could control. And so, games passed, plays missed, plays made. All of those things, you know, are out of our control now. What we do control is our preparation for this next week for the upcoming game and what that means to our season. That's usually how guys around the league function when you're in the season, just one week at a time. The most we'll look ahead is, you know, you look at the season in a set of quarters, four games at a time. And you're just kind of looking at the stretches that you'll have to go through. And everybody understands that the stretch of December is where teams make that final push for the playoffs. So as we look forward to this final month or five weeks, we understand where we're at and where we need to get to.
0: Would you describe a locker room in general as
2: relentlessly optimistic? Yeah, I feel like you have to be. Otherwise, you lose your motivation to to play. If you feel like you're out of it, then, you know, guys are booking vacations and, you know, packing up the bags. But right now, we still have a chance. So while you have a chance, you got to figure out what can you do as a team to give yourself the best possible chance. And really, it's, it's quite simple. That's win. And then let the cards fall where they may. Thanks, Malcolm. No problem.
0: Both Quick and Westbrook have experienced the ups and downs of NFL life, so they know what it's like to have a season turned upside down. How can the Eagles get it back on track? Let's take a look back. In 2008, Westbrook led the way in a Thanksgiving night win over Arizona, and the Eagles eventually made their way to the NFC Championship game. He talks about the mentality the Eagles need to have in this critical month. Okay, Brian, the Eagles are struggling 2-6 and after that 3-0 and start. What do you do to turn this thing around? What is the message
3: from head coach Doug Peterson? The message is stop having self-inflicted injuries. Stop the offsides. Stop the penalties. Stop those silly things that can help you win football games and actually make you lose football games, especially on the defensive side of the football. Stop the missed tackles. You can correct all those things. Those are mental breakdowns. You can't have that, especially from your veterans. Offensively, they have to be more consistent. Run the football a little bit more consistent. Get away from the pass game just a bit try to run down the clock and make it easier on your defense.
0: What are you seeing from this defense?
3: I'm seeing guys not get pressure on the quarterback. I'm seeing guys miss tackles in the secondary. I'm seeing guys in the secondary not compete for the football the way that they have in the past. And when you allow that to happen consistently, you're going to lose football games.
0: Brian, this is a critical moment. What do we find out about the football team in Cincinnati?
3: Uh, We're going to find out a lot about their heart. Are they going to lay down or are they going to go out there and compete? We see a lot of these young kids have opportunities. They have to go out there and win themselves a job. And we're not talking and all anything like that. We're talking about this week. Right now, can you go out there and find a way to win? If you're able to do that, then we're going to do a good job and we're going to win a football game. But if we go out there and just loaf around and don't go out there and play Eagles football, we're going to lose and it's going to be embarrassing.
0: Is this the point in time in a season when there are players who kind of just say, well, it's over, and then you find out a lot about them?
3: Well, when you don't have leaders in the locker room, yes. I think this football team has some leaders. It's time for those guys to step up and not allow those types of characters that are going to quit on them to happen.
0: I'd like you to give me a scouting report on Wendell Smallwood Five foot nine inches tall, five ten, 208 pounds. What do you see for him just from the big picture?
3: I think he runs hard. I think in traffic, he covers the ball well, which you need. He's quick. He's elusive. He hits the hole very well. I like what I see from Wendell Smallwood. I think, especially in the last few games, he needs more touches. The better he'll be if he gets more touches. And I think Doug has seen that over time. I think Doug will do a good job getting him more touches as the season continues. Thanks, Brent. Thank you.
4: Find out what it really feels like to play for the Eagles with the all-new Eagles Fantasy Camp held from April 6th through the 8th at Lincoln Financial Field. The weekend includes Eagles legends, team practices and games, behind-the-scenes tours, and much more. Register now at eaglesfantasycamp.com. For Eagles analyst Mike
0: Quick, the offensive approach is one that revolves around quarterback Carson Wentz, something Quick talks about in this press coverage. Mike, we have reached the month of December. The Eagles have lost six of their last eight games. What happens inside a locker room when you go through a streak like that?
5: Well, you know, a couple of things could happen. You could start to splinter if you're not a good locker room, or you could start to come together. You have to realize, though, that each and every one of these guys, and Doug kind of alluded to it, they're playing for their job. They're playing for next season. They're playing for right now who can show that they're worthy of being on the team next season, all of those things. So it's important, in my mind, that they stick together. Everybody pull together and try and get as many wins as they can going down the stretch. It's all about winning football, and it's all about the performance that you put on the field each and every Sunday.
0: Doug keeps it very optimistic, keeps it very positive, says the Eagles are making progress. Where do you see progress?
5: I see a lot of progress. I went over a play during the game where Carson came out of the pocket, because he was forced out of the pocket, it was the one where Julius Peppers pulled the face mask. But that was going to be a big play down the scene to Bryce Treggs. And he had the guy beaten. It was a two-deep zone, and it was going to be a huge play down the middle of the field. But because of that pressure, he wasn't able to throw the football. There are several plays like that during the course of the game that I saw that you just needed one extra block, or you needed one more split second for the play to work. So I understand when Doug mentions that, you know, we're almost there, we're close. And I understand that because I look at the tape and I understand where plays break down and how close they are to being successful.
0: I would think this game against a 3-7-1 team that's missing weapons, you kind of just got to go into Cincinnati and say this is going to be our game.
5: Yeah, I think they go in and take control of the game and I think the Eagles should dictate the way this game goes. Very similar to the way last week team came into their house and really dictated the way the game was going to go by controlling the clock, controlling the time of possession with these 10 plays. 12-play, 13-play drives, I think the Eagles need to go to Cincinnati and use that type of formula to beat the Bengals.
0: Mike, what are you seeing from the defense, and what did you see specifically on Monday night against Aaron Rodgers and the performance he had?
5: Well, I just thought that the Green Bay Packers had a real good game plan, and the short passes, getting the ball out quickly, and you know, they've got a quarterback in Aaron Rodgers that can call the game from the line of scrimmage, and there are only a few quarterbacks in this league can do that, and a lot of the plays that they had that were big plays, they were called at the line of scrimmage by the Quarterback looking at the defense and realizing where there was a matchup that he could take advantage of. So, against Leotis McKelvin, there were several times that the play was called at the line of scrimmage to take advantage of the matchups that he had there. Not a lot of quarterbacks that can do that.
0: I look at Aaron Rodgers, I look at Carson Wentz, and I say, Can Carson ever get near the level of Aaron Rodgers? Do you ever think that way, or do you think it's possible?
5: That's funny. I was thinking about that this morning, and I don't think it's going to be that long before Carson gets to the point where he's got receivers that That he's comfortable with, and he can just give them a signal at the line of scrimmage, change their play, and take advantage, just as Aaron Rodgers did on Sundays, of matchups that he has across the field.
0: That makes me happy, Mike. Thanks. I'm glad you're happy, Dave. Speaking of Wentz, the season continues for the rookie, who is the face of the franchise, and the foundation around whom the Eagles will build the offense. Merrill Reese, now a member of the Eagles Hall of Fame, opines in this Merrill minute about Wentz and gives the kids some rave reviews. The
5: Eagles are in the, the Eagles Hog are in. Day. It's groundhog day Hog they do it of the end zone. I don't believe This it.
4: game should be in a museum. I think Carson Wentz is really having an outstanding season. You can put him under the magnifying glass, under the microscope, if you will, and see things that he would do better, could do better. But when you take into consideration all of the factors, the fact that here is a young quarterback, here is a rookie quarterback playing behind a makeshift offensive line that seems to change every week or two in personnel without a totally talented group of wide receivers, he's done an amazing job. That isn't to say that he hasn't made a mistake here and there, that he hasn't thrown an inner reception at an inopportune time. But if you look at his overall work, I think he's done an amazing job. Now people say, well, look at the job that Dak Prescott has done in Dallas. Yeah, but he has one of the best offensive lines in football. He has Ezekiel Elliott, he has Des Bryant, and he has a Hall of Fame tight end in Jason Witten. So I am still thrilled that the Eagles have Carson Wentz, and I think his future is going to be absolutely tremendous.
0: Okay, enough of the big picture talk. The Eagles need to win on the road, something they haven't done since week two in Chicago, and they're going against the Cincinnati team, missing superstar wide receiver A.J. Green and the best running back on the team, Gio Bernard. From a defensive standpoint, Jim Schwartz wants to see his group play passionate, focused, and disciplined football against an offense that is still capable of scoring big
2: points. He's not as mobile and is not as much of a threat as the last couple guys we've played, but he can still make a lot of scramble plays. And I probably put him a little bit more in the Kirk Cousins range when it came to that. That's not his main objective, but he can still make you pay if you're out of your pass rush lanes or, you know, read option stuff, you know, things like that. I think he's a very efficient quarterback. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He takes what the defense gives him. He doesn't make a lot of bad decisions. And obviously AJ Green was a difference maker for him, had a lot of confidence in him throwing the ball up. Eifert didn't have him early in the season, now he has him. He has some trust in those guys, but he's a guy that recognizes things pretty quickly, tries to take what the defense gives him. We have to take his first look away. We have to be able to take that away and be able to force him to hold it a little bit longer and try to make him make some unwise decisions, trying to make him fit some tight throws in there. If we can do a good job of that, you know, I think we can have a good day. I'm wide receiver Jordan Matthews of the Philadelphia Eagles.
4: Touchdown, touchdown, Matthews!
2: You're listening to the Eagles Live Podcast with
3: Dave Spadaro.
0: Cincinnati's defense is stout in spots along its front seven, but the facts are the facts. The Bengals are ranked 28th in the NFL against the run, and maybe that's the direction the Eagles take in their game plan. Center Jason Kelsey, though, has a lot of respect for what the Bengals have on that side of the ball.
6: This team has good players. They're very close. You know, just a year ago, this team was a very good Super Bowl contending team. Don't get fooled by the record sometimes. you got to watch the film and see that they still have good players, and we're going to have to bring our A game and do the necessary film work, the preparation, all that stuff is still matters you know just
0: as much if not more. How about this locker room? What's the feeling in here at five and six?
6: Um, I think everybody knows that. It. Obviously, it's time to go. I mean, we put ourselves in a position where now we can't screw around or mess up anymore. You know, we've lost a lot of really, really close games, and especially ones down at the end, it's due to mistakes. And you know, we've tried to improve and correct those things throughout the year, and we just really haven't done a great job of it. And um, you know, now we're at a point, and we put ourselves in a position where uh, you know, there's really no more room for error.
0: Doug talks about progress that this team has made despite the record.
1: Yeah. Do you
6: feel the same way? We have gotten better and I think that we have um, gotten closer and everything you know that's just the way this thing goes though every team's getting better right you know that's the way the season happens everybody's always each week they're improving on something improving on something unless you have like a drastic injury um, that sets you back you're always kind of you know coaching those little finer points and those little fine details and each week you get a little bit better at every play but on the same token the defense is getting a little bit better on every play.
0: We end our Eagles Live podcast episode 50 with our scouting report on the Bengals with Fran Duffy.
7: Thanks, Dave. And the part of this matchup that I really want to focus on is the Eagles offense against the Cincinnati Bengals defense. And when I was preparing to do my film study of Cincinnati, I kind of had an image in my mind of what to expect. Remember, this is Marvin Lewis. Mike Zimmer was in Cincinnati. Now Paul Gunther is the defensive coordinator. I expected a high-pressure team, lots of different blitz looks and ways to get after quarterback Carson Wentz. That's not the case. This is the team that blitzes less than any team in the entire NFL right now. They don't Add extra rushers into the pressure package. Really, they rely on that front four. It's a sub package defense. So, most of the time, you've got five or six defensive backs out on the field and they sit back in zone coverage. So, what does that mean? That means that quarterback Carson Wentz and the rest of the Eagles offense will need to execute at a high level. I expect lots of different scenarios where they try to put some of those zone defenders in a bind, whether it's down the field with multiple vertical routes at once to attack those safeties in the middle of the field, or if you look down in the intermediate areas, whether it's linebacker Von Berfic, Carlos Dansby, Vincent Ray, Ray Mauluga, they rotate all these linebackers in and all of them struggle to a certain extent in coverage, whether it's man or zone. So I think that's an area where the Eagles could decide to attack. A lot of in-breaking routes. We've seen that in the past from Doriel Green Beckham, from Jordan Matthews, Zach Gertz. I expect that certainly to be a theme this weekend when the Eagles travel to the Queen City, attack the Bengals in zone coverage at every level of the field.
0: And that's it for this Eagles Live podcast episode 50. Stay tuned for our post-game podcast, The Instant Reaction from Cincinnati following the Eagles game against the Bengals on Sunday. Thanks to Brian Thomas and his staff for putting this together. Thanks to you for joining us and continuing to support the Eagles Live podcast. We will go throughout the season and through the offseason into 2017, of course. I'm Dave Spadero. Thanks for joining me, everyone. Have yourselves a great Eagles day.